welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hello, everyone. This is Natalina, the CEO and the founder of Rise Up For You. I hope your day is going amazing so far. Today, we have guest expert Jennifer Maloka. She is a nationally quoted certified horse-assisted life coach. She's an author, a Reiki and shamanic healer, and transformational expert speaker. Jennifer is on a mission to heal individuals and families dealing with grief, trauma, and negative relationships by enabling them to go past hurt through horse-assisted coaching. It's very, very fascinating. Jennifer has been on media outlets such as Uplift Radio, The Huffington Post, Google News, and NBC. She is also the founder of Woohoo Coaching and the sought-after facilitator of world-class retreats, specialty workshops, and speaking events around personal empowerment. Today, she's going to be talking with us um, about a topic that's quite interesting that I, that will definitely benefit us all. She's going to dive into how we can take trauma, which we've all dealt with some sort of trauma, and instead of holding on to it and creating anger and letting it sit, how to take your trauma and to create a story of triumph. And this is something that oftentimes we don't recognize, but our trauma can get in the way of our future and how we show up on a daily basis. And Jennifer is going to dive into a little bit more about, you know, why we do it, how we do it, and what are some ways that we can really start to take the things that we've gone through and facilitate them in a positive way in our life and really use it as triumph and positivity. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us today. It's an honor to have you on the show. I always like to start off the show by letting the audience get to know our guest. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? I am, thank you, first and foremost, thank you so much for inviting me to be a guest today. I'm so excited to be able to share who I am, what I do, and my goals for basically creating world peace for people in across the globe. So what I do is I help people redefine their history of trauma into a story of triumph, and I do that by partnering with horses as my, my assistant coaches. And it's incredibly powerful, profound work that allows people to just transform their life and let go of what has been holding them back and, and then hooking their, their history of trauma and, from their story of who they are and what they deserve. So give us a little more um, insight on that, I guess. Um, I guess, how did you jump into this? How did this become kind of your purpose and your niche? You know, it was, I think like many things in life, you know, we, we move through our lives and one thing leads to another. I started uh, helping people through my fitness coaching business and then led to a wellness coaching certification, which led, and then really 
I wanted to be of service to help people reframe their di- what I call disordered thought processes. Okay. Those are the processes that no longer serve that are holding them back from living their life. And I came from that as a, I have a history of trauma. I've experienced literally every trauma a person can experience in their life. I've experienced every type of abuse. I've had a traumatic brain injury. I've experienced traumatic loss. My um, husband of 25 years left me on my 50th birthday a year after my brain injury. And, and so I've, I've experienced all these different things. And all through my life, I've had a choice at every step to use what's happened to me as an excuse or as a reason to heal myself and be of service. And there's always a greater purpose. And it's, trust me, Netta, it's not always been an easy journey, but it has been so worth it. Because right now, with even with everything that I have experienced, I have the most amazing, incredible, peaceful, love-filled life. And that's just two short years after my ex-husband left me on my birthday. And I walk my talk. I live my word. I use all the tools that I have, that I use with clients. And when I run out of tools, I, I, I literally go and get more so that I can truly be of service. And it, it was when it came to partnering with horses, I had wanted a horse since birth. And I got my very first horse when seven years ago. And I had never leased a horse and I'd only been taking riding lessons for about a year, which um, generally isn't a good idea to get a horse when you really have no experience. So I, I found this rescue horse. He's an ex race horse. And through my journey with him, he taught me how to have healthy, strong boundaries without anger to stand in my truth in what I want through love, but very clear, no, this is how I'm going to be treated, and I'm not angry at you. This is just the facts. He also taught me how to be the leader I needed to be to save his life, literally. And what I found out later is I really, in learning how to be the leader I needed to be to save his life, I was learning how to be the leader I needed to be for me to save my life. And that's what I really love sharing with my clients is how to have healthy, strong boundaries without anger, how to be the leader that they need to be in their own life so that they can thrive. You know, that's, this is a really fascinating topic and I want to dive more into this. So basically, you know, we're talking about taking your trauma and being able to create a story of triumph out of it, right? Um, to be able to use it in a positive way. And, and, I, and I notice that there's really, and correct me if you have a different opinion about this, there's really kind of three categories, right? Everybody goes through some kind of, tri- or some kind of trauma in their life. Others have more than, you know, others, of course. They're, they're all different. But I see that either you're in the category of you have this trauma and you really do triumph. You use this story to add purpose to yourself, to add purpose to others, and to really serve others. Then you have this middle category that has gone through this trauma and 
they're doing okay, but it still affects them. They have these limiting beliefs that are in front of them, and it, it only takes them so far, and then they use fear or any doubt that they have that kind of brings them back down. And then you have the bottom category where the trauma really does just eat at them, and they have a hard time getting past it. Do you, where do you define all of that? I love that. I love how clear you are on those three categories because it is true. And the, there's the, a point in each trauma, and, and this is one thing I really want to make clear, is and because people have said this to me, that when they hear my background of trauma, they, they feel like their trauma doesn't, isn't as bad as my trauma. And, and really, at the end of the day, trauma is trauma, and whether or not and we can't judge other, our insides by other people's outsides, Correct, right? right. So in order for people to heal their trauma, they, and I love how you, the, the, I want to actually address really quick the, the middle lane, if you will. And those are the people who, for me, they are no longer trapped in their trauma. They, but they, they still are held back by their trauma, but they're not necessarily trapped. And they know that they want to do differently or have some experience, some different life, uh, experience life differently, but they don't really know how. And they know that they're being held back. And I was there for a long time. I kept striving and striving and striving. And it wasn't until I was able to unhook my history of trauma from who I am and, and to a certain degree, what we experience in our lives does, in fact, define us. However, I identified so deeply with my trauma that my self-worth, my value, my, my whole being was, was hooked and tied into this history of trauma. When I unhooked from my history of trauma and, and realized that my trauma is, does not define me. I am not my trauma. I am, that is not my story. But if that's not my story, then who am I? What is my story? How do I want, I, it was like being faced by a blank page or a blank canvas and not really knowing how to start or, or how to put the, the, put the framework together of my life. And at first I started to ask other people, well, how do you perceive me? Well, what's, what's your story about who I am? And I, I went through a time where I really couldn't, it was really a struggle. It was really scary. Yet I was able to really figure out what is it that I want? What is it that I enjoy? Who do I want to be? How do I want to move through the world? What story do I want to write? What, what happy ending novel do I want to experience in my life? And when I work with clients, the, the same thing happens with them. That we, I, People who have experienced trauma, we identify so, so completely with that trauma that when we do unhook it, it's, it's scary and, 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 well, now what? And so that, it just, it makes me, my heart sore to be able to work with those people, though, because letting go of the trauma and saying, and almost like looking at it from an outside observer and saying, yes, that did happen to me, but I no longer have to let it control me. And that's where the power comes in. Right. And why do you think that, it, and, you know, this is something that, you know, I work through with my clients as well, but how do you... 
take your, you know, your trauma, for instance, and use it in a way that I guess can help you move forward, but without making it a crutch. Cause I, I don't know if you feel this way, but oftentimes I see that people that, you know, are dealing with the trauma, is it something that's comfortable for them? Like, is it scary for them to move past the trauma because they rely on it? You know, and the verbiage really says a lot, right? Like, Oh, you know, I can't do this because I don't know if you know, but Back in the day, this is what happened to me. And they kind of use it as like a crutch as to why they can't move forward. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that falls kind of in the, the, the devil that you know, right? The, when I, if, okay, so let me rephrase that. So if I were, if I want something, if I want to be successful and but I've only ever experienced failure. I'm really more familiar with the failure than I am with the success. And well, what if I become successful? So the, in, in, in the back of, in the background of our minds from when we've experienced a trauma, we're thinking, well, a, I'm not really worth shining. Who's going to listen to me? And I'm a fraud. I mean, all these, these voices really are, are, are coming up and, it's, it's when we finally take a look and say, yeah, hey, that happened to me, but I'm no longer going to let that define me, my value, my worth, and where, what I deserve in this world. And, and using it as a crutch, that's what, that is exactly what it is. It's, it's, well, you know, this happened to me and I make the, I joke around, I say, well, I was severely potty trained, you know, and that comes back to, we can either use our trauma as a reason or an excuse. And it's, it's really at the end of the day, it's important to ask the question, am I ready to let go? Am I Mm. ready, willing, and able to let go of the past so I can fully embrace the beauty of my future? And only each individual is ready, you know, can, can answer that question, yes or no. And at some point, the pain of staying the same will outweigh the fear of change. Absolutely. And you know, it's interesting because I wonder if sometimes we as a society also expect that as well. You know, like I'll be honest and and I don't very rarely when I when I have guests on the show do I bring up any trauma that I've dealt with, but you know, about a year ago I went through something that was really traumatic and I went through a divorce that lasted like, you know, two weeks the marriage lasted two weeks. And when I came back, it was part of my goal to not create trauma out of this, but to learn from it and move forward in a positive manner. And it was very foreign for people around to accept that I was in an okay state of being. (laughs) That that I wasn't like traumatized and depressed and crying and that I was making a conscious effort to learn, move past it and lead my life in a positive manner. And there was just really a lot of people that didn't understand why I wasn't traumatized and really couldn't accept that I was okay. You know, that's so fascinating because when, um, it is fascinating. It's kind of a, uh, catch 22, right? Because you made the, the commitment to yourself and the decision, Hey, this is how I'm going to move through this. Where when I went through my divorce, it was, it was really, um, it, you know, 27 year relationship, 25 years of marriage. 
And I allowed myself, my goal walking through the whole process was to experience every emotion I needed to experience like waves on a beach. You know, the, the, in the, the emotion would come to me. Like I'd be really crushed and I, the ugly cry and it would wash <laughs> back out and I would have this great happiness and joy. It would wash back out. The peace would come. That would wash back out. The anger would come. It would wash back out. Right. So every, I allowed myself to feel whatever emotion I happened to be feeling and the fascinating part to me were so many people in my life didn't like that I was experiencing and allowing myself to experience in strong emotion. They, they didn't want me to experience a strong emotion because it made them uncomfortable. Mm. And so that, and in fact, when I do my, um, I facilitate retreats all over the country where I go to somebody else's facility that has horses and I partner with their horses to do, um, facilitate emotional healing retreats. And what's really fascinating is what I see women in particular, because we're very empathic and we don't want, we never want anybody to be in pain. And is that when somebody starts to have strong emotion, the first initial reaction is, Oh, don't feel that. Don't feel that. Don't feel that. And it's not, it's because they feel uncomfortable. And what I've, what I, I have a real hard, fast rule. I'm sure that at the beginning, people think I am just an awful human being, but I, I, I tell people, you do not go and comfort that person. Do not, just don't even touch them to give them a, a Kleenex. You can put the Kleenex box next to them, but do not touch them. Because I really feel strongly that God blessed us with tears to wash away the pain. Mm -hmm. And if I, if I go to you and you're crying and having this ugly cry and I, Shh, it's okay, it's okay, Shh, stop crying, it's okay. I'm, I'm telling you that it's not okay to feel the way you feel. I'm also telling you that you are not allowed, you're incapable of healing yourself. And really what my goal is is to say, you know what, have that ugly cry. I believe that you are powerful enough and strong enough to navigate your own healing process. I will stand here in, 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 in witness of you holding and creating sacred, safe, loving space for you to discover that for yourself. And it's, it's in those moments where that's when the breakthroughs happen. That's when the, the, the letting go of the past and embracing the future happens. And time after time after time, these women who at first, when they first witnessed me not going to comfort this person who's obviously in pain, they, they are real, they, they, they just don't even know how to handle it. And, but then by the end of our weekend together, they have a brand new appreciation of allowing someone to feel what they feel for the highest and greatest good for that person, as well as the group and individuals as a whole. Mm. It is, it's such powerful, just being witness and allowing people to experience whatever they're experiencing, whether it's like you, Netta, going through you're, I'm making a decision. I'm moving through this. I'm taking it as a learning opportunity. I'm taking the good, leaving the, the, everything else behind me and I'm creating what I want. It's, it's, it's just really fascinating to me. Mm, it is. It's very interesting. <laughs> so tell us, you know, what are some, I guess, where do we find that boundary of being able to take our trauma and then use it in a positive way without, um, letting it overshadow 
I guess, what we're doing. You know, and I know like a lot of entrepreneurs do this and there's a lot of businesses that do this, right? They, they show that they've been through something and then because they went through it, it created this. So where do we find that balance of, you know, showing that triumph without letting that story over, outshine, you know, your skill or your technique or what the real intention is? You know, for me personally, and I'm just going to answer it for me personally, is that the, the balance comes in being able to share with someone that, hey, this happened to me and now I have this awesome life and this is why I do what I do. You know, I, uh, this is my purpose. And, and I, I really feel strongly that when we are able to be authentic open and honest with who we are and why we do what we do, that that's really where the balance comes from. And, and, and not having the trauma as a chip on the shoulder, but in, 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 I don't know, you're probably too young to remember Dragnet and, uh, and Sergeant Friday, just the facts, ma'am. It's, you know, not delving into the story and, and, and sharing all the gory details, but being able to do the Reader's Digest of saying, you know, this happened to me, and the, because this happened to me, I decided to do this, and, and this is why I serve who I serve, and this is how I serve them. Does that answer the question? Absolutely. And I just wanted to hear it from you because I, 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 I love what you just said, but I just wanted to, <laughs> I guess I wanted you to paraphrase it, um, you know, as the expert. So are there any, I guess, you know, maybe some quick, t- nothing really is quick, but any tips that you would, that you would give maybe if somebody is in this situation right now of, of trauma and they know that they want to make a conscious change to create triumph out of it? The, the very first thing is give yourself permission to experience the feelings that you're feeling. Be very careful not to hold on to the, the negative feelings and nurse them like a baby. You know, it's allow your and, and try your hardest to let go of the anger and because the anger does not serve and let me tell you there there it's okay to be angry but it's not okay like the waves on the beach it's okay to experience that anger but don't hold don't damn it up um and and really when we go through a trauma practicing radical self-care is so critical it's it's nurturing and loving ourselves because that's really so often when trauma happens to us, especially when it's uh, a form of abuse, we as women take on and carry the, the shame and guilt of the predator that preyed upon us. Mm, Right. mm -hmm. And so not owning that, giving it back to who it belongs to. And that's part of the radical self care. And for me going through everything I've gone through, my goal has been to fall madly, deeply, passionately head over heels in love with myself. And I do that from a variety of things. You know, I, I eat food that's healthy for me. Most of the time, there are moments where I just, I want a donut. Or I want whatever will make me happy, but I'm not going to eat like a dozen of them. Right. right? Um, to spend time with people that make me feel good inside. To to read or watch or do engage in things that help my soul feel better, that help me feel better. 
And to talk to, if it's, depending on the trauma, it's really important to talk to somebody or get support from others in a way that we can experience, begin the healing process. You know, I really love that. I really love that you said, um, you know, fall passionately in love with yourself. I always use the term, you know, become your best friend. And it's such a concept for people like what? Love myself, talk to myself, take care. I'm like, yes, <laughs> be your best friend, love yourself. And, and I think you're right. It definitely, um, it definitely helps with the, with the trauma. And, um, I like that you said that, you know, holding on to anger doesn't serve anyone. No, it, it doesn't. And, you know, it's, it's what I learned a long, long time ago. It, and I, I with women, it's just something, especially women who've had children and are married, they, they quite often, especially if you're entrepreneurs, they, we put ourselves last on the list if we even make it onto the list of our to-dos. And there's this, this mindset that is really, to me, very unhealthy that, well, I can't take care of myself, I can't indulge in self-care because that's so selfish, where really the opposite, the complete opposite is true, is when I do not engage in self-care, it is one of the most selfish things I can do because I'm not going to be the best for the people that I love the most. But when I fill myself up, when I take care of myself, I'm able to give the ones I love the most the best of me, not the raggedy leftovers. And so really, self-care is the most important thing, the most selfless thing that we can do for, not, for ourselves and those that we love the most. Hundred percent. I couldn't agree more, Jennifer. Thank you so much for your time today. I would love to jump into the power section of the interview. Alrighty. Can you tell us one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Oh my gosh! I, you know, I've been thinking about that question, and I, I got. I have to come back to. Can I? I'm going to actually say two. One is the E Myth, the Entrepreneurial Myth. Okay. Herber. And the other is The Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman. Those, those two are just profound books for me. One was a business book and one is a personal development book. And the second one you said was The Way of the Peaceful Warrior? The Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman. Okay. I haven't um, read that. I'll have to check that one out for sure. The cool thing is it's also on a video. Okay. So if you look at Peaceful Warrior, I think it's on Netflix. Okay, wonderful. Um, and then what's one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of this far? Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, there are a lot of things to choose from. And the most, you know, honestly, right now, the most, the thing that I am the most proud of is that two years ago, I was left on my 50th birthday and I was devastated. And today I'm, I've had, I have so much fun and I'm surrounded by people who love me and I'm thriving. I'm my, my, I live, I have the blessing of living this peaceful, joy filled, loving life. And I'm, I just, I'm excited. And so that to me is my, my proudest thing to date. I love that. And are there any routines that you have that help you get a positive rise in your life? Maybe a daily routine, a morning routine? I do. Every single morning, uh, I have a journal that I write in, and every single morning, I answer three things. Today, 
I appreciate, and I list everything I appreciate. And there were days that what I appreciated was I could breathe, you know, I mm. just like, it got really basic. And then there's day, but every day I appreciate my sons and, and the life I get to live Two, today. I'm committed to being. So how do I want to be in the world today? Um, many days, my goal is to be an instrument of God's will and God's love. Mm. But there's also days where I want to, I'm committed to being action oriented. So it just depends on, you know, the day. And then the very last thing is today, I'm thankful in advance for my guardian angel. It can be God or anybody that is on your, you know, that you talk to. Um, I thank you in advance for my, I, today I thank my guardian angel in advance for assistance with, and then whatever is on my heart that I really need help with, I just delegate to God, my angels, my higher power so that I don't have to worry about it anymore because they're working on my behalf behind the scenes for my highest and greatest good. And I trust that. So every single day Mm -hmm. I do that. And I really believe that that has been the single most thing to help me over the last couple of years. Beautiful. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us today. Is there any last thing that we didn't get a chance to talk about? Maybe one golden nugget that you'd like to share with our audience? You know, I, I believe that the, the most important thing that we could ever do is is look at ourselves with through eyes of love and I write down positive affirmations on my bathroom mirror and and so then I, I think that would be the golden nugget is just write love notes to yourself so that you can be reminded how incredible beautiful unique powerful and exceptional you are And how do we support you and how do we stay connected to you, Jennifer? I'm on Facebook. I have Woohoo Coaching on Facebook page. My website, woohoocoaching.com. That's W-U-H-O-O-C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G.com. They can email me directly, Jennifer at woohoocoaching.com. They can call. In fact, anyone who's listening to the show today, if you want a complimentary a uh, 30 minute consultation with me, just send me an email, give me a call 206-601-2485. And I'd love to be able to be of support and service to your listeners as well. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure and an honor to have you on the show. Thank you, Netta. It has been great. It's been a wonderful time getting to know you a little bit better. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that podcast episode. If so, please share it with your friends and your family. You can post it on social media and just help us spread the word. We would really, really appreciate it. And if you haven't already, you can head over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast and let us know how we're doing. You can leave us a review and a rating of the podcast because we would love to know how we're doing and we want your help to be better. Plus, this really is one of the best ways to support our podcast rise up for you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Podcast Directory, Blueberry, and of course, if you head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you can check out all of the show notes and listen to the podcast on the website. Thank you again for tuning in to Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.